Welcome to the Light Reading Extra. This is a podcast where the editors of Light Reading discuss their opinions and reactions to the news. And that could be telecom or tech related, but it could also include comments on music, culture, sports, and just anything else that happens to come up. Uh, I'm not leading you on, by the way. We don't have to talk about sports. <laughs> but uh, uh, my name is Phil Harvey. Joining me today are Mike Dano, Jeff Baumgartner, and Nicole Ferraro. Hello, everybody. Hello. Howdy. Hi, hi. Thanks for joining me. Uh, today, we are discussing smartphones, their usefulness, and whether we have passed the point of needing a single device to do every single thing for us. A uh, little bit of background. Uh, in late August, Mike wrote a story about some findings from CounterPoint research, um, and that said roughly that just when the feature phone market was bottoming out at around 2% of the total phone market in the U.S., it suddenly started an uptick, and uh, some folks are going the digital detox route and buying phones with fewer features, tinier screens, and lower prices. So my questions to the panel um, were they uh, earlier, early adopters of what might be the next big wave in tech? Or did they just buy themselves a big old bag of FOMO? <laughs> what say you, panel? <laughs> Jump in, anybody, whenever you want. Is it funny to hear an old guy say FOMO, <laughs> by the way? <laughs> Fear of missing out for people older than me. Oh, that's... It's light oh, reading. All so right. It's probably... I thought you, know, you were talking about FUBU. Uh, <laughs> oh, if I got it wrong, yeah, I'll, I'll oh. fix it in the edit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, so what's the actual question here? Have we bought a dumb phone? No, the actual question is, um, do you believe that this trend is actually going to stick, that people are kind oh, okay. of pushing pushing away uh, full-featured smartphones from Samsung or Apple and going with a phone that has you know, some relatively basic functions? And then in a few minutes, we can talk about the light phone because that's kind of kind of splits the difference between what we knew as a traditional feature phone and today's smartphone. Um, I, it just struck me as really interesting and i don't know where I, I i guess i don't know how much importance to assign to it is it just a weird fringy fad or um there, there are some practical reasons especially with the um kind of advent of you know what we're finding about what social media does to our brains and our attention spans and all of that it it, it does make sense to me that more and more people would go the route of uh phones that you know don't have any uh, dedicated internet access, uh, but except through special, uh, you know, services or, or, uh, apps. Yeah. I was thinking about this, knowing that I was going to have to meet you all here to talk about this. And for <laughs> me, I think I realized that text messaging, a very basic feature is one of the most anxiety provoking things that my phone does. So I'm not sure a minimalist phone would help. I've personally deleted all of my social media apps from my phone. So that's not a problem for right. me anymore. But the fact that texting is treated as something with no boundaries or barriers, I find problematic. So I don't know if there's a phone for me really in this world. People are doing to, to with texting what we used to do with phone calls, which is why everybody moved to texting. You know, they're just kind right. of texting at you least, at all hours. Yeah. There's never, there's Phones a, we eventually got answering machines, you right? Know, caller ID. So you can get auto replies people, on texting, just, can't you? 
I, I guess you can. It just feels like it's living a completely different way of life than what people are actually doing. Like right. you'd have to declare, I am now living this way. <laughs> so, I am hiking right, when in people the say, I'm off the grid. Yeah, you're like, I'm permanently off yeah. the grid. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe you need, you know, the diet, like the rotary phone. They call right. it. I mean, yes. you don't want any mobility. Yeah, just fixed to the house. You know, right. I can only talk on it. Yeah, I can, I can use to pay my subway fare. Pocket yeah. rotary phone. Got it. <laughs> Admit that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't uh, know. <laughs> I there is there is a um, I, I think smartphone makers are 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 pushing this trend a little bit because they've they've in their newest operating systems they've redesigned they've designed a bunch of comfort features to sort of get people to leave you alone you know in in the iPhone it has different modes that you can have you have sleep mode focus mode work mode and you can go in there if you have the time and god forbid it would take days you have to go in and like tell all the apps and notifications okay when i'm doing this thing i only want to see this much or when i'm doing this thing i only want to see this much so they're giving you ways of like uh controlling things most of it's uh kind of calendar or day based or whatever uh it throws your life completely out of whack when you change time zones but um either way it's it's an attempt to kind of bring uh, sanity back into your life and to put, put a barrier up. So you're not as easy to get a hold of, or people don't feel like, uh, you're going to reply right away to everything that happens. Um, so, so it does tell me that there's something there. I don't know that people would give up the utility of a smartphone, but I do, I do have to say that the pricing thing is, is, uh, you know, smartphones are just so bloody expensive now and, and, won't come down on price that I feel like that's definitely a hugely appealing thing, uh, you know, for, for feature phones or phones that have, uh, you know, less than everything capability. Um, just, just, just the fact that you won't have to be, you know, you won't be paying that thing off for 12 more months. Yeah. And I don't know what the, um, the size of like this part of the market is, but I mean, I think there's definitely, segments of the population who don't want, you know, all of those elements or don't think they really need them. You know, I mean, I think of my dad, you know, he still uses a uh, flip phone. I mean, he had a smartphone once and, and I think it was a little too complicated for him. And, but then again, he doesn't really use email either. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, there is kind of like this group of, I don't know, we call them Luddites, but I mean, uh, that, that, you know, just don't want all those features who who never, uh, gravitated to some of those things. But again, I don't know what the size of that market is. And I think that's a little bit different than, than what you're talking about, Phil, who are you know, among people who are like, Hey, I just want to turn off this stuff for a while and get a little bit of a break. Yeah, I actually, I, I bought a flip phone um, a while ago for the kids because they were not old enough to have a smartphone but I needed to, you know, when they went to the park, when they went to the friend's house, like they needed an emergency way to get a hold of us. And so the flip phone was perfect. Uh, and now they're old enough to have smartphones and it's a lot easier because we can text them and stuff. Um, but yeah, there was a there was a time when that flip phone was the perfect solution for our 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 problem. But f for me, I, that is a dumb phone would be dumb, I think. Bye. <laughs> 
because and I made a list of like, okay, so ready here. I made a list of all the things that I would want, whether books on tape with my phone, I can deposit checks. I have Duolingo, so I'm learning Spanish, New York Times quiz, uh, maps, family calendar, pictures. Like it's just, it goes on and on the number of things that I definitely want and definitely don't work on any of these phones. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good that's a good list. Um, so yeah, do, doing the banking is one that I think is kind of something that most people have, uh, or or I think a lot of people with smartphones and a lot of banks are pushing people to use their smartphones for yeah. banks. You know, it keeps oh, them, yeah. keeps them out of the branches, keeps the line short, um, especially for things like depositing checks. It's so much easier to do that than it is to, um, you know, to go somewhere. And you're right, a feature phone is not going to have that kind of built-in capability um, yep. in any way. I, it's, uh, you know, not to get psychological again here, but I, well, I please think- Please do, this is that, the, <laughs> I think the problem with the phones is the sociability because all of this other stuff is stuff that you're doing to manage your personal life, but it's the, the, the communication from other human beings whether on social media or text or email, that I think is the the stressful, anxiety-provoking thing. Not just communicating, but on social media, as the young people are saying, you know, the the, the impact on their mental health, all, all, right. all of that. Um, all of that is about how we're absorbing each other's lives through our phones. Um, right. I wouldn't want to give up the fact that I pay for the subway with my phone. I know how to get everywhere with my right. phone. You know, like you said, depositing checks, listening to podcasts. Uh, yeah, everything that I do to manage my own life, I, I am now attached to doing on my phone. But it's the other people who creep in through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to shut them out. You're good. Yeah. What are your social handles on Twitter? Where can we follow you for these? Where can we text you, Nicole? At Nicole died years ago. Yeah. <laughs> at, at there was never a Nicole. She, Don't worry she's the ghost it. editor yeah. now. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I, uh, I, I do appreciate that that the social aspect of it. I mean, you're right. It, people may not just have enough. Uh, let's say intestinal fortitude to just delete all the dumb apps, you know, the, the, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever um, that are causing them so much anxiety. Um, but I think you're right. I think a lot of, in my son's case, now he's 18 or 19, I'll have to ask him, <laughs> but he, he's in college and he has, <laughs> this is typical dad behavior, by the way. <laughs> you have one I know he two. can drive, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he can't drink, but I don't really know where that is. Uh, so uh, the, the point is like a lot of his social media now is texting. You know, it's like the, he really doesn't pay attention to the apps at all, but he is on all kinds of uh, text chains with all kinds of people ranging from, you know, there's five or six people to, you know, 300 or so or something like that. Like there's a crazy variance in there. And I think there's a ton of that going on um, that maybe people feel stress about, you know, about the, um, you know, it, it basically ends up having the same impact as staring at people's vacation photos on Instagram. You know, you get this fear of missing out or everybody's here, but I'm not or whatever. So I think, I think, uh, to Nicole's point that can play a lot into, uh, how people feel about themselves by how they're using the phone to socialize with 
with other people. Yeah. Um, and I don't and know. it really is hard to just turn off texting. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. I don't know how you guys feel about kids with phones, but it actually causes me a lot of concern. I spend a lot of time thinking about how much they should be on their phones and what they should be doing and how to limit that. You know, once you're 20, whatever, I don't care. But, you know, 15 to 20, that's a real formative age. And, and yeah. they're really the pioneers here. We're, we're the Luddites and they're the ones who are learning all this stuff trial by fire. And hopefully they come out on the other side better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still worry about it literally every day, every day I worry about phones and it's tough yeah. too, because you have the, um, the, the, the added kind of complication of at that age, at the age that m- most of our kids are, they, they, they didn't have a choice when they, uh, were had technology sort of, you know, put upon them. You know, they were going to go to school and they were going to get a tablet or a laptop. Full stop. No, no choice. You know, so if you, even if you were trying to, uh, and I, I feel I feel more worried about the younger and younger kids because they just sort of grow up and it's just handed to them as this is school now. And yeah, that's that's a, yeah, six six years old. That's the new. It's uh, <laughs> crazy. According to, according to the latest research, part of the reason that there's so many new wireless customers in the U.S. wireless industry, there's people who are moving from prepaid to postpaid. There's business customers adding a second line. But a huge growth area is literally kids as young as six and four getting a phone. That's a big growth area. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you uh, think how much you worry. Too. Imagine those folks were in. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the idea, though, yeah, that you had, Mike, you give them a flip phone initially and kind of graduate them up to a, uh, a smartphone. Um, yeah, a I kind of look back. I'm like, I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah, BlackBerry. Um, I was going to show, I, I did have, I, I still have a, a Motorola Razor. Yeah. You know, that I don't nice. think it, it doesn't work. It's still got the SIM card in there. It's got singular oh, on the back. Sure I mean, that's how old it is. <laughs> But uh, but even that one had a camera Burner city you know. over there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's this like is when I appeared in that episode games. of The Wire. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So let's go. Let's go around the horn and make our list. So Nicole's. Uh, well, no, Mike made his list. Nicole, you you told us uh, your list more or less. Yeah. Uh, were Were there any other things you guys do with phones that you couldn't? You simply couldn't do. A, let's say five years ago that you do all the time now. Um, and and this is outside of calling, texting, and taking photos. Yeah, I think, pay, I think paying for stuff like, yeah. you know, post you know, pandemic, whatever, right. whatever the phrasing, proper phrasing is to use, uh, you know, well, return to the COVID subway. wasn't yeah. a thing. It never happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Your research. I returned to the subway and all of a sudden we were paying for the subway with, uh, something called Omni, not Metro cards anymore. Right. And it's, you know, hmm. you, you swipe your phone or, or your, your, my watch in my case, yeah. um, to get through the turnstiles. And now it's just, I don't, I wouldn't even know what I would do if I wasn't doing that. I would have to like stop and, and figure out, I would jump yeah. the turnstile. probably. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean, payments are huge. I mean, think about like Venmo, you know, how, how often, I don't know how often you guys, right. you know, how often you, any, any of you Absolutely. use it, but I'm using it all. I'm using it a lot more. All it feels like uh, than I did before, uh, and it's just so easy, you know. Versus, oh, let me see if I have, you know, I have twenty bucks. You owe me eighteen. You have two dollars and change. You know, I'm doing all this baloney. You know, this way it just uh, goes back and forth the way you need it to really quickly. Yeah. 
Agreed. Or even run um, into Starbucks. Yeah, you know? tickets, tickets of any kind, really. I mean, so yeah. you know, so obviously tickets to uh, well, going on subway and public transit um, here at DFW. You know, we've got the airport, uh, the train that I take to the airport, digital ticketing um, on the plane, boarding passes. You know that oh, works there you now. Go. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, with credit cards, you can load them up in the, I don't know what the Samsung equivalent is, but you have your Apple wallet on an iPhone and pay for everything with your watch. Uh, it's not really a, um, it started out as like a, a, a thing to kind of, ooh, let's see how this works. But now it's like, I do it automatically. I don't even think about it. And it gets, gets you through, you know, it moves you through the line just more quickly. Um, and also you're not pulling out your wallet and, you know, having, your, your money and whatever out, out. So, you know, you can kind of, uh, keep stuff hidden away. You don't even, ha- you don't even really need your smartphone at that point. Um, the other thing I was thinking of is like, uh, sporting events, tickets to, uh, you know, well, in- anything from a concert to, uh, you know, to a football game now, well, uh, has a digital ticketing option and that works really well. Like I said, a perfect example over the weekend, we are in Indianapolis for a baseball tournament and they were done and uh, everyone wanted to go to the Colts game. So we had 10 kids and some parents that needed uh, tickets. And yeah, you ended up going to Ticketmaster and uh, getting all those and getting the uh, tickets distributed to everybody uh, really quickly and then getting payment through you know Venmo or whatever we were using. Uh, it would have been a little, a little more difficult to kind of figure that out if we had to worry about going there to like will call or, you know, finding the scalpers running around and, you know, uh, getting, getting a, an actual ticket in your hand. It was like, uh, yeah, we got, we got it done in a few minutes. I think parking lot scalpers were the original social network (laughs) in my life anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, I know way too many of them for some reason. Um, let's see, uh, Mike, you wrote about this thing called the light phone and this company that was kind of putting together, uh, I guess it was sort of in between what we would consider a fully featured smartphone and a uh, not so much featured phone. It had specific dedicated functions inside the phone and apps inside the phone, but it did not have like an internet browser or anything yeah. like that. Nicole, maybe this is the the solution for you. It's it's They are specifically designing it so it does not have social media. That's like the one thing that the guy told me was like, this is not going to bother you you know, it's only going to have, and they, they don't call them apps, they call them tools. So it has maps. I think it has email. It's got texting, has an alarm clock and a calculator and stuff. And then they add some of those things to their platform. But um, it's neat because it's like, a, it's a real basic phone and it's a gray and uh, a grayscale screen. And so the battery lasts a really long time and you can see it in full sun. It's like those e-reader type things. Um, so it's like this neat, yeah, it's this neat, bridge but again like you know i use a i use an app for mountain biking and it's not on there so like i'm out already just with that one app i'm out yeah like it's interesting but mike did they um when you talk to them did they did they have a uh, a good fix on like where they they think they fit into the market like hey here's here's our typical you know, uh, it's, yeah. it's definitely, uh, millennials, uh, who don't are digital detoxing. That is, that is who mm. they're targeting Okay, with this phone. And it's $300 too. So how much three, $300. Well, 
Oh, okay. okay. So they haven't figured out the That's cheap over part feature of it. phone prices for sure. Yeah, because uh, most feature phones yeah. still uh, on Nokia's website, you can still a feature phone could be had for less than a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, it's kind my, of flip, my flip phones were twenty. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I'd rather just have a feature phone, like, and just be like, today's the day I'm not connected to the world, and I'm on yeah. my feature phone for emergencies. Well, it's yeah. interesting though. It's kind of like this. Uh, they kind of they kind of found like the gap maybe between. You know, the feature phone and the smartphone, but yeah, well, I guess it'll be interesting to see what kind of market or how many people are in that digital detoxing idea. Yeah. Yeah. And they I just kind of keep it handy for, they, you know, when they get overwhelmed, they go, oh, I'm going to flip over to the light thing, you know. I don't know, know if when they go they and insist that. on a paper ticket at the subway, right? Is that- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm yeah. hoping there's an, a generation of kids that is emerging this is my only hope left, by the way. So please wow. make this happen. We'll have to lead with that <laughs> on the uh, podcast title. Oh, Nicole's wow. only hope and smartphones. <laughs> my hope is there. these kids are going to gain consciousness and be like, what have you morons been doing? <laughs> We're not doing any of this. Okay? Like, no internet. Get me a typewriter. I, I mean, everyone should have internet. I'm against the digital divide, as we know. I, I care sure. about that. But, you know, until we get to this point where the generation of kids that I'm envisioning says, we're done. We're not right. going to be connected to everyone all day at all times. The Maybe end. they've been trying to call you with like a coconut phone or something. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't pick it up. <laughs> I'm on do not disturb. That's right. Uh, oh. They're going to mail you a letter. <laughs> oh, I did, I did want to put in a, a plug for music. That's that's definitely one thing I use my phone for. Oh, yeah. yeah. That I oh, yeah. I feel like I couldn't live without. Day. And yeah. none of the feature phones or none of the, um, you know, sort of in-between phones really addressed, you know, kind of where I am with music, which is, you know, yeah. I, I definitely like the higher-end lossless music on really stupid, expensive headphones. It just yeah. sounds amazing and and. Uh, keeps me from going to concerts, which is nice. Um, but what is one thing you would change about smartphones generally, or your particular smartphone? Uh, you know, where you know where what we have right now in front of us. What would you change about it? Um, I have a couple of things. Uh, for me, it'd be battery life. Uh, that, <laughs> that, it, that never seems to have been. It's getting better and better, but it's just never going to be what it used to be with a. Nokia candy bar phone where I could just go for two, three days on a single charge. Um, the price, of course, I've mentioned that already. They're just way too expensive for what they do and what they are. Um, it's, it's, it's over. I, I think a lot of the camera features and things like that, I think they're putting so much into that. It's kind of unnecessary because the stuff they're using is really just for like one or two videographers and nobody else. Um, and so I feel like a lot of the R and D and a lot of the expense of the phone itself gets wasted on most people. Um, and then I would like a little spoon or some kind of utensil to just pop out. Cause I'm always at, you know, places where I, I need, I need to get a good, uh, plastic, you know, or like maybe a little metal spoon. And I, I would just like a spoon to what pop out. A spork? I feel like you need a yeah. spork. You gotta have spork something more functional yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah. Like kind of a, the Swiss Army knife idea, yeah. yeah. You just need this a sport. Is the yeah. Apple's going to stop listening altogether. <laughs> just, clearly, they're Ooh, not serious. New idea for the next iPhone. Add a sport. Yeah. There you go. Any other ideas on things um, we, we'd like to well, change? 
Well, for me, I think mine kind of goes into the the durability aspect. You know, like when you're talking about battery life, I would like uh, the smartphone or my phone to survive a little bit better when it's out in the heat, like in the sun. Uh, again, baseball, we were live streaming kids baseball games, you know, where you just put it on a mount and let it go. Uh, yeah. But we, we would have to switch it out like every other inning because the thing would just fry and uh, you'd have to, you know, Put the phone in your pocket for a little while and uh, let it cool off. So, uh, you know, that, but that's again, more durability than an app or a feature, you know? Yeah. And you can't get the kids to play faster. They're playing baseball. So, so right. It's, it's now, the phone could do that too. That'd be nice, but no. <laughs> well, any other, uh, any other last wishes for uh, our, our dream smartphone before we sign off? Texting controls. This is more of a societal issue. Um, and I saw just news turning headline. society off and not texting. Yeah, just that, okay. for society to fall in line with my rules. Um, and I saw a headline recently about if you charge your phone overnight, it could go on fire. I'd rather it not do that. So okay, not hmm. going on fire. So not catching on fire. The non-exploding phone. Our phone going doesn't on explode. Fire. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, you got, you got a wish list? Probably uh, advanced GPS. Uh, yeah, Nic- Nicole's well, requests are too. That's ridiculous. Why would you want a phone that doesn't catch fire? That's no. for a lot. It's cold. Yeah, he's, out the, he's out hiking. He needs his phone to catch fire once in a while. So. Yeah, it's so cold in Denver. Uh, no, I think I actually I'm just writing a story about that. You know, satellite uh, texting when you're out of coverage. I, I love that, and I would yeah. totally use that. So I'm I'm ready for that. Hint, hint, all you listeners out there working on this. Technology move it a little quicker because there's a couple of others who really want it. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think companies like Skylo and people like that are going to figure out ways to make data plans that reach all all devices everywhere, and yep. uh, and we won't even know if we're connected by satellite or some other way of connection. So that'll be kind of fun. Um, all right, well. Uh, folks, thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast. Uh, this brings us to the end of the episode. I want to thank my colleagues for making this podcast just a little extra. And thank you at home or at work for listening and supporting the Light Reading Podcast Network. If you'd like your very own copy of the Light Reading Weekly Newsletter, that is where we list our latest podcast each week, right alongside the headlines that are super important. Go to lightreading.com, click on the subscribe button in the top right-hand corner of the page. If the page loads at all, because, you know, we moved to a new website and sometimes we trip over the cord and we unplug the website. It's just a weird you know, kind of thing. We're disconnecting. Um, anyway, thank you exactly. all and Digital goodbye. Detox. <laughs>